Thus says the Lord of hosts, Once more in a little while, I am going to shake the heavens and the earth. I will shake all the nations. I will fill this house with glory. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. The author of the book of Hebrews gives constant exhortations to the Hebrew Christians and to us. Many of them were immature in the faith. Some of them were considering going back to Judaism, and they were considering that because of the persecution they were suffering. They were encouraged to recognize the superiority of Christ, and so are we. The superiority of the new covenant in him over the old covenant. Throughout the book, there are warnings. Warnings about falling away from Christ, of clinging to anything or anyone other than our great high priest. The fourth and final warning is found in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 25 through 29. Hear now the word of God, active, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to judge the intentions and thoughts of the heart. See to it that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For if those did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape who turn away from him who warns from heaven. And his voice shook the earth then. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. This expression, yet once more, denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken, as of created things, so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Jesus is the mediator of a new covenant, a better covenant. He is better than Moses, better than the angels. In Christ, we have better possessions and a better country, all because of his shed blood, the blood of the spotless Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. To deny the only Lord and Savior of mankind, to refuse listening to him, is to invite the consuming fire of God's wrath. The reason that the visible people of God, both then and now, consider such a foolish option is often because of suffering. We believe that suffering is an indication of the absence of God's love. But earlier in this chapter, we read that it is actually a demonstration of a father's love for his children, of our heavenly father's love to us. The exhortation here is to hear our triune God through his word, to hold steadfastly to and obey our great and perfect high priest, to live reverently and joyfully as subjects to the king of glory and to do so with godly fear, to persevere in the faith and to recognize whatever suffering we endure for Christ's sake now cannot compare to the eternal glory and joy that we have in him. 
For all who are recipients of God's sovereign grace, all who are indwelt by the Holy Spirit, all who have been united by faith to Christ, ours is an unshakable kingdom. Jehovah has promised to shake all creation, and he's going to do so in order that all that is shakable will be removed, while all that cannot be shaken will remain. Anything or anyone outside of Christ is going to be shaken and removed. But all who are in Christ can never be shaken. We will remain forever engulfed in the perfect bond of love and unity that has existed eternally between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Therefore, let us offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 